0: Paul, Jake, Laney, this is amazing. How are you guys? Good, how are you? I'm great, man, this is a long time coming. I'm uh, I'm a hot, lo- uh, hot Lights original. I've been around oh, for baby. a minute. Yeah, uh, and Jake, you uh, just missed it. Paul and I were talking, I have some family from the Tulsa area where he's from. Where in Arkansas are you from?
1: I'm from Bentonville, home of Walmart,
0: babe. No, <laughs> my dad's from Springdale, and I just brought the oh, whole family go. down in Northwest Arkansas, yeah. <laughs>
1: I love it. Let's
0: go, hog. So uh, yeah, let's go. I just went to a game uh, against uh, FSU or F- FTI, FIU. Yeah, sorry, all, all over the place. But yeah, we were just we were just on there. Anyway, um, long time coming. Thank you for taking the time, guys. I want to start with this. Uh, I've seen some interviews. I've seen obviously the success of a beautiful blur i've heard the story of how it changed very last minute for those that don't know it was i really really hope so uh as recent as september 18th was when the announcement was made and then about 11 days later it changed to a beautiful blur which if i'm not mistaken was the original title correct play it back i've heard the story but i'd love to hear the 20 second version of what made you guys go back to a beautiful blur why you guys changed the album art and whatnot
2: I think, like, uh, it was just instinctual, you know, from the very beginning. The reason, like, I, you know, we've always listened to, we've just been big on instincts and what feels right in the sure. spirit. And it's cool to be so far down the line of being a band and still staying true to that, um, to that kind of inner compass, I guess. And mm-hmm. Jake and I had spent the last few months rolling out. I really, really hope so. And we, you know we've never been on the cover of an album before, so we went ahead and took a chance and took a try and took a photo, <laughs> and uh, and um, I don't know. I just we went to a vinyl bar in Japan, as the story goes. Yeah. And where uh, like a Japanese grandpa is behind the bar and selecting every song that's being played, and he's curating the playlist for the night. And each song that plays, he puts up the respective album cover on this sort of pedestal behind the bar and I just couldn't see him grabbing that photo of Jake and I putting it up there, I just couldn't see it yeah. and uh, and I think Jake felt the same way. I just voiced it to him first and he was like, no, I'm I'm thinking the same thing and yeah. uh, we quickly scrambled and pivoted and um, now that the album is out and we've played a few shows, like we went to Europe and did 14 shows right off the bat of the release of the album. and. Now, as we kind of move into 2024 and working on stage design for the North American tour and for the rest of the year, I'm seriously so glad that we changed it.
0: How long did the new album art take you to make?
2: Uh, I guess technically like maybe an hour, an hour and a half on the train. Um, it started <laughs> from this photo that I had taken years ago of this kind of blue orb. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd had it in my phone forever. And I kind of mimicked that. And... Um, the artwork is obviously really, really simple, and it's very uh, abstract in the sense of like, it's. Uh, it leaves a lot of room for interpretation. And the thing that Jake and I love so much about it is that it looks like it could have been made in 1940 or 2040, um, totally. I think. You know, everything we do with Laney, we view through the lens of forever. You know, this stuff is going to live forever. We're actually not going to live forever, but this is gonna live past our time on here on earth. And sure. and I think that's a cover that we can really uh, put a lot of faith in and know that it's gonna age well.
1: I was gonna say, one of the most inspiring things you can do is just to walk into a vinyl shop. Just looking at vinyl is like the coolest thing ever. There's so many iconic artworks and so it's just fun that that was kind of like in our mind like okay yeah i feel like we can walk in we can just see that and just be like wow that is an unbelievable album cover right there
0: i love it for two reasons one obviously as you mentioned paul the abstract nature i see a plane window i know people that have seen mirrors obviously it could be as simple as a blue dot uh but it's also two-parted because it brings you back to one of the very first album arts you had which if i'm not mistaken paul was a picture of your hand and then just the text linked. um
2: it was i was actually just like uh it was just a black screen with yeah, white but like
0: to use your hand to make exactly, it black. that's
2: right i'm so stupid but yeah i mean i love that the spirit of this band is still very much alive i think bands over a certain time sometimes lose themselves and lose their identity and forget who they were from the very beginning and um if we're sitting here on our fifth album making our album art on photoshop with really limited skills but with a lot of heart and intention I think that's a really great place to be as a band
0: I I do too, I think that certainly reflects you guys as musicians, lyricists, storytellers as well Um, Just throwing out some of my favorite songs I first got introduced, obviously, like I said, Hot Lights And then uh, for a minute, it kind of went away And then I obviously, when Super Far came out, all of that I was like, wait, okay, they're back Um, I love you so bad, DNA, the demo version
2: Oh, it's just not in my DNA To love you only halfway
0: is what speaks to me because you can really hear like how these Laney songs come to be when it's just, you know, lyrics at their very core. Uh, Dancing in the Kitchen and then Mama's Boy, uh, I like I Still Talk to Jesus. You might
2: not believe it,
0: but I still talk to Jesus. You did the first four records with a label, if I'm not mistaken, and this is the first time that you released a, a newer piece without a label. Do you think it would have gone the same way? Would you have even, would you have pressure to not even say anything? if you were still working with the label teams? Totally. I
2: mean, they they always were pretty good about like the creative freedom. You know, thankfully we walked in and we had our own thing going and it was going so well already that there's a lot of like mutual respect from them and us, uh, you know, we never really had an A&R. We basically turned in every album yeah. and then they're like, you know, it this is. is the album. And yeah. uh, but I do think that there would have been a lot of people in the office saying, no, it's too late, we can't do that, it's crazy. Like, it's gonna cost too much money, this doesn't make sense, you know? And that is one amazing thing about being independent is being able to pivot uh, so quickly. Um, you know, the team is small, it's tight, it's, it's concise. You know, when you have a bigger ship, it takes a longer, longer More for people. it to turn. Um, yeah. So that's definitely one of the, the advantages for sure one of the many advantages
0: you were quoted on an interview saying you know obviously we have these milestones in life and these big moments but there's a lot of little moments between milestones within milestones and that's where a lot of the you know in my opinion beauty of of storytelling comes from um can you speak on that a little bit and what maybe little moments you've had recently whether they become a song or not sure i mean
2: yeah i think uh people sometimes like to and i really appreciate you saying um talking about like i still talk to jesus because Uh, that's a song that I feel like people just kind of skipped over or don't appreciate and and it kind of ties into this question because people would be like do you think you'll ever you know run out of heartbreak or uh, run out (laughs) of like songs about love um it's it's an interesting question because no first of all like um I I think life is so incredibly nuanced and there's so much that we more that we don't know than we do know and uh just honestly, like the more I go through life, the more questions I have, and I think that's a really good thing—is to never run out of questions and to always stay curious. And so, you know, of course, there, I mean, if there's we're really given just a handful of milestones from the universe or the creator or whatever, and it's yeah. like you turn 16, you turn 18, you turn 21 in Katusa at the Hard Rock Cafe, or wherever you turn 21. And then like, maybe, I don't know, you, you get married, yeah. you have a kid, you die, you know?
0: That's not it. That's just, those are the big tent poles that everyone knows.
2: Exactly. And there's just so many things in between, you know? Like, what about when, like, uh, you you're, you have a best friend and then you don't have that best friend anymore, you know? And what about like, when uh, you are really counting on something and and it just didn't turn out the way that you thought it would. And yeah. you learn a lot about yourself. There's disappointment <laughs> and there's resilience. And I just think, yeah, um, I just, uh, I, I'm excited to to write our next album, um, yeah. which sounds crazy because we, we still have about 80 shows to play around the world next year off a beautiful blur. But um, I'm so excited to see what life kind of throws at us and yeah. what little one-liners I can put in my phone along the way to prepare for that season of riding.
0: Yeah, Jake, I'll turn the question to you to add a little context, because I think it was before you joined the call. I have family in the Tulsa area and I spent my 21st birthday at the Hard Rock Casino in Catoosa, Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so real ones know what's up with the Port of Catoosa, shout out. but Jake, uh, little moments lately or just w- speak on the writing, too, because I know you're a huge uh, hand in that as well. When you guys are taking note of these moments or milestones or just feelings, is it a notes app? What's the process?
1: Oh, man. Uh, all of the above. And I love that you're talking about details, because speaking of notes, it's like we got to go see you two at the sphere. And
0: how was it? I need the I need the 10 second review. Gotta, we got to we got to take a departure for a second. <laughs>
1: Not only was it mind-blowing to see, but it's also just as a band to go together to go see something like that, like yeah. for Paul and I just like watch it together and just talk back and forth about what we love about it, how we feel like we can take what we're doing to the next level, being able to do that together was like such a cool experience. And so I love it because when you guys were talking about details, I was thinking about something as like grand as going to see you two at the Sphere, and then for some reason I was thinking of something as small as getting Paul chicken nuggets, and then he had the lyrics to Made in Hollywood in like five seconds. So just (laughs) like it's just like just all the small things and all the huge things and everything in between we lean into, and that goes into our whole process. So. Yeah. we just like this
0: tick. if that's not also a um, low-key opening to uh, all the small things laney edition <laughs> i don't know what is because what does it go together like blink 182 and laney
2: well yeah
0: that. guys you uh paul you mentioned this you're you're about to play 80 more dates plus for a beautiful blur two of which are in chicago which is where we're based at the salt shed which is a brand new venue here in chicago we're very excited about that i was actually just there Pretty with Mister um, we're trying to figure out something to do with you guys while you're here too, which would be cool. But I, I don't want to burn all the questions because I'm very hopeful and excited to talk to you guys and hang soon. I appreciate you guys taking the time. Know that you have a lot of fans in the industry as well that appreciate it more than just, you know, the single that's currently out too. Not that Double XL is not incredible, um, but you guys got something magical and it's really cool to get a chance to talk with y'all.
2: Thank you, man. That's really kind of you to say. I We're so excited about Chicago um that room looks amazing it's like a it's, perfect it's, it's size um yeah doing two nights and Chicago's always been important to us we have like incredible memories of playing uh is it shubas or scubas, scuba's or something yeah. like?
0: yeah oh man yeah it was,
2: it's a come uh, up
0: from shubas to the salt shed i'll tell yeah, you that yeah,
2: yeah it's just been cool to kind of work our way through those rooms i mean we We played Chicago when the Cubs won the World Series in 2016, and we just have a lot of really beautiful memories there, so it's cool to to feel the love reciprocated.
0: You guys are going to really love the Salt Shed for two reasons. I don't know if you know the history, but the five seconds is it used to be the Morton Salt Company. It's literally the shed where they would store and distribute the salt from. And they kept the exterior because it was a historical landmark here in Chicago. And they said, rather than tear it down or just leave it abandoned, let's turn it into this amazingly acoustically treated room, by the way, Uh, that you would think otherwise when you first see it. But it's just cool. It's got this turn-of-the-century vibe to it. It's decorated great. I cannot wait to see you guys there. And, uh, of course, the entire tour. But a beautiful Blur Deluxe Edition is out now. Paul, Jake, Laney, I appreciate you guys.
2: Thank you, sir. Good to see you.